The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Do your job, you'll dominate this team. You yeah. gotta make, go have some fun and put on a show. You gotta make. It's Friday night, and it's time for the High School Huddle, featuring Morgan Aylers. The High School Huddle is brought to you by Angus Grill, Tiebreakers, Seared Chop House, and Greenville Auto World. Now, with a preview of high school action from across Eastern North Carolina, from the Pirate Radio Studios in downtown Greenville, here's Morgan Aylers. It is Friday night. It's time for high school football, and it's also time for the high school huddle right here on Pirate Radio. I'm Morgan Aylers, excited to be back with you here this fall as we get set to bring you high school football in Eastern North Carolina in the fall. Kind of cool, kind of neat. we got a big show coming up. We're going to be previewing J.H. Rose and Wilson Hunt, Aiden Grifton at West Carteret, Farmville Central at North Johnston, Washington hosts Pamlico County, South Central hosting Kinston, Conley's hosting Laney. That's our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. And New Bern at North Pitt. Both teams early in the week thought they might be not playing this week due to COVID. They worked it out. The Bears and the Panthers will be getting it on coming up at Bethel. I'm Morgan Aylers, you're listening to the Friday Night High School Huddle, the most in-depth high school football coverage anywhere in Eastern North Carolina. We'll kick it off previewing J.H. Rose and Wilson Hunt right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now back to the show. Welcome back inside the high school huddle. Quarter number one of the show this evening being presented by Tiebreakers. Thank you to Bram Anderson for being one of our sponsors again this year. And before we get going, let's thank all the sponsors that make this show sp- uh, possible. Tiebreakers, Greenville Auto World. Thanks to uh, Tim Sutton and Jimmy Rogers over there. Also the Angus Grill and Seared Chop House. Jeff Kwan, my good friend, for making this show possible as we get you set for the Pirate Radio Game of the Week coming up at the top of the hour. It's going to be D.H. Conley and Laney. We will talk about that in the fourth quarter of tonight's show but our first quarter tonight is going to be featuring the jh rose rampants who are taking on the wilson hunt warriors the head coach of the jh rose rampants is coach will bland and coach good to have you with us this is real we've talked to you a couple years ago when you were sort of filling in interim and then we had the spring we didn't have the show now we're here full time you are the head coach of the jh rose rampants coming off a, a big spring where you were first place in the conference and six and one overall but this is uh what football is supposed to to be the the dog days of summer the 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 workout the hard work in august and now you're getting set for game day taking on the wilson hunt warriors uh yes sir uh you know um it's been uh it seems like yesterday you know we got out the field early in um i want to say in april uh we gave the kids off may and then we started back up june but you know trying to battle the heat the element and just having the kids out here uh bench minutes and um i think we're ready to go um i think they're excited for their game tonight and just can't wait to get um, 7 o'clock around here so we can show everybody what we got. J.H. Rose has a long tradition of producing great athletes. This year's no exception. Uh, highly recruited running back uh, Michael Allen, six foot. Is he really six foot coach or can you and, you and him sort of battle it out a little bit for height? Uh, no, he's, he's a little bit taller than me. So I would, I'll get, I would say he's right around six foot, maybe, maybe five, eleven and three quarters, but he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> but such a great person, such a great kid. He's a North Carolina State commit. Talk about what he's meant to your program uh, for the last few years. Uh, he means everything. I mean, this, he's an unbelievable kid. He gets along great in the locker room. I uh, never hear anybody complain about him. He's, he has great work ethic. Uh, he's always going to be the one out there doing work, doing the extra work. Um, I think he's ready. I think he has a lot to prove this year. You know, he was only able to play two games last year, but I think he's ready to prove. I think he wants everybody to know that he's a pretty good running back, um, if not one of the best in the state or country. So I think he's just ready to chop at the bits and ready to get ready to go. Let's talk about the Rampants on offense. You lose your, your starting quarterback for the last couple of years in Wade Jarman, going to be playing up the road in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina Wesleyan. Talk about your quarterback situation. Give us a scattering report on the Rampants offense. Uh, well, you know, we um, found our JV quarterback uh, for last year. He, um, they went 4-0, but he's a uh, he's a little bit, I think, about 5'9", 5'10", but he has a great arm. 
He's a smart kid, very composed. Um, Uses a lot of the pocket real well. He's not going to probably be one that going to scramble a lot, but he's one that going to be able to avoid pressure and get the ball to the receivers. Uh, again, we run the spread offense, and we got a bunch of our playmakers back from last year, minus Kevin Hamilton. But we went and found a, a real good receiver for the basketball team in Montez Green. So I think everybody will be shocked when they see him because he has great ball skills. So. Um, that's going to be one. And then often the line is very young, but I think they're willing to learn. And if we can get that sorted out and get find the right mixture there, then we'd be pretty good on offense. Defensively, your squad brings back a lot of players that went six and one in the spring. Uh, very athletic, very long in the backfield. Talk about them. Um, you know, just being in the second year on a coach level defense um, has helped tremendously. Like on last year, they were very fast. They were very young. Uh, majority of them guys are back again for the second round. Um, I they just they've just been a pleasant presence this year because um, in the two scrimmages we played, they haven't given any points. They have fly through the ball. Uh, so I, I expect good thing for the defense. As long as we can keep uh, everybody under twenty points and score over forty two, we'll win games. Talking with Coach Will Bland, the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants. Coach, the Big Carolina Conference. Going to be talking with uh, all the coaches here this morning about that. This is not a conference for the week of heart when you're looking at some of the teams that are in there, the, that the, the teams that brought in Jacksonville, Jacksonville Northside, Havelock. And in addition to South Central Rose, Conley, this is, this is arguably one of the best conferences in high school football in the state of North Carolina. I, I agree, and the thing is, um, anybody can win on any given moment in this conference. And if you can go in there with just one loss or even no loss, then you are going to be battle-tested when playoff time comes, and you're going to have that playoff atmosphere already ingrained in the team. So I think this conference is going to help us out when we get to the playoff, and they're going to have a lot of us out as teams here because we know what it means to fight every day and every night on the football field. Tonight you're going to be taking on the Wilson Hunt Warriors, Coach. You're going to travel to Wilson to to take off uh, this first game of the year. Give us a scouting report on Wilson Hunt and tell us what uh, your game plan is going to be tonight. Well, you know, Wilson Hunt, they, um, they use two, two types of offense. They run the Tarver T and they also run spread. So they, they're very big up front on both sides of the ball. Um, they got a quarterback that can um, throw the ball. They got some um, decent receivers, but they're like I said, they're big up front. And uh, often we want to try to get them going side to side. We want to use our speed to our advantage, get them tired, and then we can go ahead and um, um, try to break some long runs and get them on the back end. And on defense, it's all about putting pressure on the quarterback. We learned that in high school, if you can get pressure on the quarterback, he tends to make a lot of mistakes. So if we can have pressure on that guy, then we hopefully we get some turnovers and keep him out of the end zone. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against Wilson Hunt. Look forward to working with you all year here on the High School Huddle and hopefully be talking with you next week with the first JHO's win in the books. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. That is the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants, Will Bland, joining us here inside the huddle. Now let's travel down the highway to Aiden Grifton High School. Head coach Todd Leip, second year, is the head coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers. And uh, Coach, he joins us now. Coach, you're getting ready to travel down to Carteret County. The first time in two weeks you'll be going down there back-to-back, West Carteret and East Carteret. Talk about the change of plans you guys had originally scheduled to take on James Keenan, but they've had some COVID issues. How did this game with West Carteret come about well um we were we were looking everybody kind of knew i was i actually i was talking to brian bailey on his radio show and uh said we were looking and um just so happened we were at we just finished up a scrimmage at princeton and uh, i got a call and i usually don't take a lot of phone calls with all the everybody you know all the spam and 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 stuff like that but i happened to see it was from morehead city and uh i picked it up and it was their ad and and we talked and i told them i'd let them know the next day so um they had a situation too with a team that got quarantined so they reached out and we set the date well it's a a good matchup for you west carteret coming off a pretty successful year your team uh, from what I gather this year, only running with a varsity team at the present time, hoping to bring a, the JV team along. Uh, how was your scrimmages so far the last last week when you you, you took your team out, saw them against uh, some folks, and what were your observations when you went back and looked at the film? Well, we went to one scrimmage. We uh, had the Princeton scrimmage. Uh, originally, they had another team or two, but because of uh, quarantine, they could not come, so 
we only scrimmaged two teams. We scrimmaged Southwest uh, Oslo and James Keenan. And they're both from that same conference that originally, not my fault, it was uh, not James Keenan, but uh, Wallace Rose Hill. So we scrimmaged those two, and they, they were in the same conference with uh, with James Keenan and who Kenston and all the North schools are going in. And, and we saw, uh, and we had played them the last few years in a playoff game, probably in the last five years. We've been to, to both their places and played them fairly tough. Um, but Wallace Rose Hill was really good this year. They're, they are big and physical, and they've got some skilled players. And defensively, we didn't hold up real well versus them. Plus, they run the wing tee, and they were very crisp, and we had not even talked about the wing tee. We didn't prepare at all for our scrimmage defensively. We were just, you know, we were going to line up in under three and just play it. And uh, we, got, we got our lunch eaten by them a little bit. But offensively, we scored some touchdowns on them, which gave us some hope. And South uh, Southwest Onslow, we played them a lot tougher. Um, the, uh, offensively, we put up four or five touchdowns. And defensively, uh, they scored a couple, but it was uh, like on a fourth down play and then a, a busted coverage and stuff like that. I mean, they were physical. We, we matched up a little bit better versus Southwest and than Wallace Rose. It's always tough, especially if you're talking about a wing T offense, the, the principles defensively that you have to have to, to really stop that kind of offense. But when you got a team like a Wallace Rose Hill that that comes in and they've got the athletes to run it, the size, the speed, it's it's it makes it doubly tough, especially when you don't have time to prepare. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, they, they had about four or five different formations they were going through, and it's hard for us to keep up. Uh, with the formations and how to call it because, uh, you know, their uniforms and, and their numbers and everything else, it was kind of crazy. But uh, they they obviously are pretty good this year. I'm going I'm to go ahead and say that. If they're not in your top ten, they need to be somewhere. But um, they're going to they're gonna be pretty good. So talking with Todd Leip. He's the head coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers. And coach, uh, you talked a, a moment ago about the, the new conferences and the new alignments. You're going to be in that new conference with Aiden Grifton. Now Farmville's back in at Green Central North Pitt, Southwest Edgecombe, Washington, West Craven. Talk with Coach Will Bland a few moments ago about the new Big Carolina Conference and how strong that is. This new conference you're in is probably equally as strong in the 2A ranks. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, uh, you know, you, you, we're losing Kinston in the conference. We're still playing them non-conference, but we're losing them. And um, but we're picking up a Southwest Edgecombe, who uh, who's, who's a fairly tough, hard-nosed team. Uh, that that they're picked ahead of us right now in the preseason poll. But um, North Pitt, you know, usually if I if we're going to play North Pitt, I like to play them early. Uh, or they really get a good chance to jail. They, they've always got good athletes. And, and Farmville, I think they'll get that thing turned around. Coach Cook will at some point. Uh, but I, I do believe, um, you know, North Pitt called me the other day, Coach Wofford, and he, he was asking if we were still open. I think something happened with their first game. They had a COVID issue, and I think Newburn had a COVID issue. And from what I understand, Newburn's traveling to Bethel to take on North Pitt. Yeah, that's a tough that's one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we went ahead and got 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 West Carter picked up. But um, yeah, so I, I think it's going to be like that. I, I think whatever the conference is or whatever your schedule is might not be that. Uh, we're looking at it, you know, just re- week one. That that's all ha- happened in week one. So uh, there's a good chance that we'll see a lot more of that type of thing. Well, Coach, let's talk about your team real quick, if we can, before we preview the West Carter game. Offensively, what can we expect from the Chargers this year? I'd say uh, balance attack. We're we're uh, we're going to be running and passing. Uh, a lot of RPOs coming off of uh, uh, Coach Brian Tripp's offense. Um, uh, so I'm coaching running backs, and um, our probably our most talented running back is a kid named Rameek Moore. He is. He's a senior. He is about 200 pounds, about six foot, 200 pounds, and he can really run. And uh, we're, we're focusing him on offense, not necessarily defense this year. He played a combination last year. Um, 
another backup or one of his backups is, is Mark Dillahunt, another senior, and then Brandon Lancaster. So I feel like I got some pretty good running backs. Our, uh, our quarterback uh, was our backup last year, and uh, he's a really good athlete. He plays basketball here. Uh, but really, uh, he shined in our uh, scrimmage, and I challenged him uh, for tonight's game to, to kind of do the same thing. But he was very accurate, and he ran the ball very well. Um, so kind of a dual threat type guy, inside zone read with some options coming off of that pull. And uh, and then he, he, he understands the offense a little bit more. So like I said, every run scheme we have, we're basically reading somebody. And if a backer does something, we're going to throw it. So you never know. If the backers are well coached, uh, we might be throwing more. Uh, but I feel good. Uh, we got some decent receivers. Uh, now, Quentin, the quarterback, was probably our best receiver off of last year's team. Uh, but uh, Jaden Wooten will be a senior, and, and, and he's a two-way player at safety also. So um, I, f- I feel like uh, we've got some weapons on offense. Defensively, Coach, uh, your team's your background's defense and always play tough defenses throughout the years. Talk about uh, what you can uh, look at the, this season for the Chargers defensively. Well, you know, if, if we have a deficit anywhere, it's uh, line. We, we've, we've got only about 12 total linemen in the program. We're hoping to get a few more. We talked to some kids last night at Open House. We're – we're keeping the door open. We're hoping to maybe uh, get enough people in that we can uh, ultimately have a, a JV team so that, that everybody gets to play a little bit more. But um, I've got good linemen, but they're just kind of few. Um, so that that's kind of a place I'm, I'm a little concerned with. But linebacker-wise, I feel like we're, we're, we're decent. We got, a, we got a strong group, a uh, physical group, and then at um, – at DB, a lot of the same kids playing both ways, but we've got a little bit more depth at DB and and, and experience in, at both of those back areas there. Well, Coach, you're going to be uh, traveling to Moorhead City tonight, taking on the West Carter High School Patriots, my alma mater from way back when. Uh, talk about this matchup for your first game tonight against the Patriots. Well, we only, you know, we saw them uh, on film versus uh, – Ooh, uh, I think it was Richlands and also uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville has a really good defensive line. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, but, um, you know, against the first team, I believe it was Richlands, they, they look pretty good. A um, lot, of, lot of jet, a lot of outside zone, and they threw uh, a lot of tunnels and things. Not a lot of inside run, but uh, we, we feel like they'll probably change a little bit of that. And then, uh, like I said, versus Jacksonville, uh, they didn't quite hold up as good as they did with the previous team. But um, I heard they lost some kids, uh, either graduation or transfer. Uh, but I expect, you know, they're, they're a tough team. Uh, they're a 3A school. Uh, I, I don't believe they're intimidated by us or anything like that. So. I hope our kids go are ready to go down and play and, and, and really compete. I think it'll be a hard fall contest in the end. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against the Patriots and uh, look forward to working with you all season long. And uh, next week we'll be talking with you against the Mariners of East Carteret. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Head coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers, Todd Leip. His team's going to be taking on West Carteret tonight in Moorhead City. That does it for quarter number one. It's in the books. The uh, whistle has sounded. and Quarter number one's been sponsored by Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill. Go by Tiebreakers. Open up 11 a.m. daily. And they've got all the uh, sports action you're going to want all year long, college and NFL action, along with some UFC fights as well and Major League Baseball. Tiebreakers, sports bar and grill. Coming up next, we're going to be talking to the head coach of the Washington Pan Pack. Perry Owens will be joining us. His team had a big run in the Eastern Regional Finals last year, and they're looking for big things again this year. We'll do that as quarter number two kicks off right after this on the High School Huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. Second quarter tonight brought to you by Greenville Auto World. Go by and see 
Tim Sutton, Jim Rogers, and their staff for all the latest high-quality pre-owned cars, trucks, minivans, whatever you're looking for. They've got an incredible inventory. Go by and see them today. And if you're looking for service, you can't beat the folks at Greenville Auto World for what they do as well. I'm Morgan Aylers. Joining me now is the head coach of the Washington High School Pam Pack, Coach Perry Owens. And Coach, welcome inside the huddle. First time for you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it, and I'm looking forward for the experience. You know, when you're talking about your Washington Pan Pack, they've had their ups and downs over the years, a lot of ups, some downs, some sort of just mediocre years. But when Washington has been successful over the years, and I've seen it firsthand, you you really got a group of people from the coaches to the players to the community that really dig in and work hard not just during football season, but like anything else during the summer. And the kids have to buy into it, and they sure seem like they bought into you and your coaching staff and what you're doing now for the Pan Pack. Yeah, and that's that's a big key for us. Washington has, ex- has experienced some traditional su- successes, some highs and then some lows. And right now what we were able to create under Dr. Swinton when I was hired in 2017 as the offensive coordinator – is the setup to where we can be successful in the weight room and the classroom. We've got it set up for the most part where we've got good coaches on staff. We have almost every kid in weightlifting year-round. The standards and expectations we have in place are, are trying to stay in place, and we're trying to take that next step as a program to become a consistent winner. So uh, the pieces are in place. We just have to continue to grow and continue to get better each day. Last year or last spring, let's say last season, if we can say that, Coach, uh, last spring was 7-2, and two, really made an incredible run into the playoffs. It really was sort of catapulted into the playoffs with that big 50-49 overtime win against uh, Powerhouse Kinston. That was one of those games that, as a fan, whether you're a fan of Washington or you're not, but you watch the highlights, you see what happened on television, and uh, the emotion, the raw emotion of that game still uh, reverberates in uh, Beaufort County. Oh, yeah. Special season, special group of seniors, um, several seniors going and playing at the next level at the Division One, Two level. So um, just uh, the, the culmination, 2019, uh, we were co-conference champs. We lost on the goal line to, to uh, West Craven on a fourth and short. They made a heck of a stop, and they won the conference championship. So we had a chip on our shoulder, and, and we were playing a very good uh, Kinston team, Coach Kieselman's coaching in his uh, 100th game at Kinston, and he's going for win number 69 tonight. So they're a great program. He's a great coach. There's a lot of respect. And for a school like Washington that's traditionally been a 3A through the 80s and 90s all the way up to 2012, our ADM's fallen, and we've been looking for traditional 2A rivals with a, with a similar ADM, and Kinston falls in that category. And, and it's a special time each time we get together. Well, you talk about uh, 2A teams and, and going down to the 2A level. The conference you're in, I had a chance to talk with Coach Light from Aiden Grifton a few moments ago, but the conference that you're in, Farmville Central, Aiden Grifton, North Pitt, Southwest Edgecombe, West Craven, Green Central, it's not, a, uh, and of course, Washington, it's it's not one of these conferences you can just look at and say, hey, I'm going to roll through. You've got to be ready to play each and every night. No doubt. I mean, top to bottom, if you look at the on paper, the top three preseason teams, you know, and it's preseason as always, but you look at the traditional powerhouse that is Southwest Edgecombe, you look at a school very similar to us as far as how our ADM, and we've gotten smaller in West Craven, who is absolutely loaded on the defensive side of the football. And then you look at us, you can flip a coin on any given night. You know, there's very good talent there. And then you have to mention teams like Green Central, who finally got a culture going in the weight room. Teams like North Pitt, who seem to want to take that next step towards a five, six, seven, eight win season. And then you can't, you really can't look down each week and go, well, we've got this one easy. Coach Cooks, just from looking at their scrimmage state, Coach Cook at Farmville Central has them turned around too. They're already in the right direction. So it's definitely going to be one of those things where we've got to focus week to week. Um, I think it's a it's a field goal league on some nights, and it's a touchdown league on the others. Meaning one possession or one touchdown could win the game. Talking with Perry Owens, head coach of the Washington Pam Pack, and coach, uh, your non-conference schedule. You're going to open up tonight against Pamlico County. Then you've got South Central first flight, then Northampton. It, this is a, a preseason schedule that has uh, a couple of tough ones. Maybe not so tough another but really getting you set for that conference schedule well you know that was the goal it was how can we create how can we play schools that will 
number one, uh, help us with either tradition or power ranking, and number two, how will they prepare us for what we see in league play? So traditionally, when Washington was 3A, you're well aware, there was the, the Conley, the Tarboro, the Rose, the, the White Oak, and so on and so forth. And now with our ADM, it's, it's finding that schedule where Pamlico's got a really good running back and a really good set of athletes, some tradition that goes um, pretty deep. Then you turn around and you have South Central, who is full of athletes. I mean, absolutely just cram-packed with athletes, and Coach 2 does a good job. Northampton played in the Eastern Finals. They bring a lot back. They look very good at their scrimmage over there at Edenton the other day. And then the, the, the last kind of piece of the puzzle is first flight. They're an 1,100-person school, and I've known Coach Jim Prince for a long time, and he runs a very sound group. So we'll see wing tee, we'll see spread, we'll see first flight and about 52 formations running, this, running three places, but they'll be sound. And then we'll see a very good group in South Central. So it, we hope it will prep us, giving us discipline and athleticism and hopefully a win or two going into a uh, conference matchup with West Craven because they will be very, very good on the defensive side of the football. Well, you mentioned Pamlico County. You open up against them tonight, 7 o'clock, in Washington, expecting a big crowd over there for that uh, season opener. Talk about Pamlico County. Talk about how important it is to have the fans back. You know, first and foremost, Pamlico County uh, is a a really good program. Um, They played uh, another Beaufort County school last year in the Eastern Semis and split with them in the regular season. They are traditionally pretty stout. Um, they have athletes, and there's a great pride. I mean, the AD Earl Sadler does a phenomenal job. Their new coach I've spoken to on the phone several times this week, what he's doing in the wing tee and how they're – in 1A, you better be in the wing tee, two tight tee, or some form of, of offense that makes people line up a certain way and, and you can get disciplined kids and develop what you have because you don't have 100 kids in your program. You're, you're a good 1A program if you've got 50 or 60. So um, – we're excited to play them. They've, they've got a really good scheme. And for our fans' sake, you know, last year it was hit or miss, and, and, and certain stadiums in certain counties you couldn't do this, and in certain stadiums you couldn't do that, and, and COVID obviously played an effect. We had a really big crowd here um, in the Eastern Finals versus St. Paul. We had 1,038 paid fans, and it felt, you know, having Coach Sports Sawyer on the sideline, he said this feels almost what it felt like when we were in the Eastern Finals and in the state championship during his uh, run. So it's exciting to get the community back. It's exciting to get our sponsors in the house and, and alumni and, and people who uh, people who committed to our program on not just a, a heart level but on a financial level and a commitment to our kids because at the end of the day, we're, we're a 2A school that's going to be kids first, education first, and we're going to work very hard to make athletics work as well. Well, Coach, good luck to you tonight against Pamlico County. Look forward to working with you and talking with you again next week as the season rolls on and being a part here of the high school huddle. I appreciate it. Thank you. Coach Perry Owens, the head coach of the Washington Pam Pack, the Pam Pack, looking for a, a really good season this year. A lot of excitement over in Beaufort County. That about does it for the first half of the high school huddle here tonight. Coming up next, we're going to be talking with Andy Two. He's the head coach of the South Central Falcons. They're opening up their season against a, a very tough team in the Kinston Vikings. We'll do that right after this as the second half kicks off here on the Friday night high school huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. Getting ready to kick off the third quarter of the show tonight. I'm Morgan Aylers. Third quarter is brought to you by the Angus Grill. Four locations currently open in Greenville. The fifth location getting ready to open up in the old CPW's location. The Angus Grill Custom Burgers. Custom beer and a whole lot of fun. Go by and see him today. Angus Grill. Thanks to Jeff Kwan and his staff for being a sponsor here on the High School Huddle. South Central, they're hosting Kinston tonight over in Winterville. The head coach of the South Central Falcons, Andy Two, joins us now. And coach, thanks for being inside the huddle once again this year. Talk about the transition. You played a season already this spring. Then you had summer football. Then you had August pre August heat, if you will. And now opening night is finally here. That's a lot of football in a ten month period. It is a lot of football. Um, you know, I, I hope it's not too much on the guys physically. I know mentally it's probably been a good situation as far as retention. 
Um, you know, getting uh, new stuff in this summer was a little bit easier, if you will, because the old stuff was still fresh on them and that kind of thing. But uh, a lot of our guys are two-sport athletes. We got done with football, went right into track, right into, as you said, that preseason uh, summer heat kind of stuff. And then um, it's, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a fun whirlwind. But it's like I think it's like you said, it's just we just had football, uh, and we're back at it. But it's uh, a little bit different than it was, you know, in the spring. We're dealing with the heat. Uh, you know, we're dealing with weather and all that kind of stuff. So we're glad to be back to it, and we're glad to have a little bit more of a, a sense of, of Friday night football uh, normalcy in August. How have you and your staff handled not only the heat and the uh, – I know there's a lot of uh, restrictions as far as what you can and can't practice under certain heat const- uh, restraints because it's been a hot th- last three or four weeks in eastern North Carolina. But then you've also had to have the, the COVID issues. How have you guys handled that so far? That's a one-day-at-a-time thing. <laughs> uh, with the heat, you know, we have a training staff here in Pitt County that does a great job, and uh, that's her job. She does a great job of keeping it, uh, you know, within the restrictions and with the, uh, the safe limitations for the athletes. So if they tell us we'll take off our pads, we take them off. If they tell us we need to go inside, you know, we go inside. If we have to modify practice uh, for their safety, you know, we do that, and, and we follow the guidelines that they've set forth, and our, our trainers do it a really great job with that and keeping them safe and then the protocols are, are, are not quite as strenuous as far as having to check everybody in but they're still uh you know in in the forefront at, at one time this summer you know we were hoping that they would uh you know be not so much in the forefront but uh they have returned um i guess if you will uh and you see teams across the east having to deal with it uh, so it's always in the back of your mind we do modify our practices to limit uh you know uh interacting with with uh you know like a bar in our jv doesn't interact and that kind of thing we're going to play football you know as, as normal as we possibly can uh but there are certain protections and protocols and things that we have to follow you know we're masked up when we come inside and that kind of thing uh and it's just just in your mind and it's just the the the, the normal that we're dealing with now i hope it's not the new normal it's just the normal that we're dealing with now i was hoping that it wouldn't be something that we were dealing with you know coming out of the spring and that I, you know that deal but here it is is what we're do, doing and uh whatever kind of modifications we have to do and uh keep to keep football going that's what we want to do talking with andy too the head coach of south central coach south central over the years has been known for being a very fast very athletic football team you and your staff do such a great job of conditioning and, and weight room activities Talk about your team this year, offensively, defensively, what we can expect out of the Falcons. I think you, I think you kind of just said it this year. We have, we have, uh, you know, a lot of skilled players. Um, you know, we've, we've got a core group of offensive linemen that's been working together now for two or three years. Some of them came up with us as freshmen, and some of the other ones came up as sophomores, and they're now in their senior year, and a couple of them in their junior year now. So um, they have had a lot of opportunities to lift weights even throughout the spring and the summer this year. So. You know, up front, we, we, we're, we're, we're limited in numbers, but the numbers we have are, are we're going to count on pretty pretty heavily up front, you know, to, to run the football. We like to run the football first and then, you know, set up our passing game if we need to. Um, but we've got a lot of skill guys, and we want to get the ball to our skill guys in space. So we've been working on that this summer, um, trying to figure out how many uh, different ways or just different ways in general of getting the ball into our athletes' hands and see if they can make some, some plays. So, um, you know, we, 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 conditioning is always an issue. It's an issue for any team. Um, but it's, it's an issue if you want if you want to be not not necessarily fast, but get on the ball fast and see what the defense is doing and that kind of thing. And our guys have really done a good job with it, uh, with the conditioning, you know, through the summer and now that we're into practices and stuff. Um, so it's going to be a, a traditional, if you will, like you said, South Central team, uh, some decent size up front, some skilled players, and it's just going to come down to um, which South Central team shows up. You know, we we could play the the conference championship to a to a two game, you know. Uh, to a two-point game or we could come out there and, and not compete at a high level uh, and let us get down on ourselves. So, um, you know, if, if, if it's the gray matter, the, the, the brain between our ears, if we can keep that thing turned on and playing at a high level, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. Well, conference play for you is not going to be uh, an easy task when you're looking at this new conference that you've added to it. You've got uh, some guys that have come in with uh, Northside Jacksonville, Jacksonville Havelock. You've got New Bern, South Central, J.H. Rose, D.H. Conley. Uh, talking with uh, Coach Will Bland earlier, this could probably be one of the toughest conferences in the state. I don't know that you need to see probably. Um, you know, we had our media day the other day, and you look around the room with the coaches that you're going up against and, you know, how successful they've been and how you know well they do with their staffs and then the, the talented groups of players that they put on the field. Uh, it's just it's just a, uh, an amazing thing, and it's a wonderful thing that Eastern North Carolina football 
uh, is going to be, you know, competing at, at this level and that we're going to be a part of, it. you know, it's, you know, they say this the hand that you're dealt, but, you know, this is going to be an exciting night. Every Friday night is going to be a, a tough situation. Uh, and that's what happens when you have, the, you know, the good coaches that we have in our, in our uh, area and then the talented athletes that we have in the area. Uh, so our conference is going to be tough. You know, not, a lot of our non-conference opponents are going to be tough. They were playing uh, for conference championships against each other last year. You know, we're going to go up against some of the best running backs in the state on our, in our conference and non-conference schedule. So, um, you know, we've got an, it's an exciting uh, situation. It's an exciting fall. Um, and, you know, you hear people use the term battle tested. There's no doubt that, that whatever team comes out on top of the league that we're going to be in is going to be one of the better teams in the East, if not one of the best teams in the state. Your non-conference schedule, you've got Kinston, West Craven, Washington, and Cleveland. It doesn't get any easier for you, and it starts tonight against Kinston. Look, what can we expect in tonight's game? I think it's going to be an extension of what you saw, i say the end of last season, but you know, a few months ago when they, them and uh, uh, Washington played for the conference championship. They, it, was, uh, whoever, whoever, it was whoever could get to 51st, I think, was going to win that game. So I don't see any differences in the team that we saw on film against Kinston and uh, now they've got talented, skilled players. They're, they're they're big up front. It's it's almost a mirror of what we want to try to do. They like to run the football. They've got a good offensive and defensive line that come after you pretty good. Their linebackers are extremely fast. Uh, you know they're skilled. They can get the ball to their players in space. Um, so I think it's going to be a mirror image of, of of what we're doing. So I hope it's not who gets to fifty first. We want to be better on on the defensive side of the ball as far as lining up correctly. Uh, you know tackling guys, getting them on the ground. Uh, been preaching to our defense all season about getting off the field, so I think it's it, you know it's, it's going to be two skill uh, groups and two big guys up front. You know, two two offensive units, or excuse me, defensive and offensive units up front uh, blocking one another. So I think it's I think it's going to be very similar, uh, you know, to what we see each other on, on film and what we're going to see on the field tonight. Well, coach, uh, all the hard work's paid off. It's game time, and good luck tonight against Kinston. Look forward to working with you inside the huddle all season long. It's here, and we're excited, and I appreciate you having us. Looking forward to it. Head coach of the South Central Falcons, Andy Two, joining us here inside the huddle. Quarter number three is in the books. Thanks to Angus Grill for sponsoring that. Jeff Kwan, his staff, four locations currently open in Greenville, getting ready to open up uh, one of their bigger locations in the old CPW's building. That should be opening up here in a few weeks. We'll keep you up to date on that. When we come back, we're going to kick off the fourth quarter of the show tonight, our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. It's D.H. Conley and Laney. They will be uh, doing battle at Hollywood Crossroads tonight. Alan Vick and Rob Maloney have all the action that coming up in just a little bit. But we'll talk with Nate Connor, the D.H. Conley head coach. Also, Brian Bailey from WNCT and host of Touchdown Friday. That and more coming up next. Fourth quarter. Getting ready to kick off right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ehlers. Fourth quarter of tonight's show being brought to you by Seared Chop House on uh, Fire Tower Road. Go by and see them for a great dinner, great steak, pork chop, seafood. You name it, they've got it there. Seared Chop House, proud sponsor here of the High School Huddle. Joining me now is the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings, good friend Nate Connor. And coach, it's here. It's opening night for high school football season, the second high school football season of the year 20. Is it 2021 or 2020? It's it's the second year of it, second season of it. So uh, you guys got to be excited. I know all the hard work you put in this summer and this fall, it's finally here taking on a very tough Laney team. It is. It's great to be talking with you again, Morgan. And, you know, there's something special about Friday nights in the fall in the United States of America, especially here in Eastern North Carolina. And uh, this is what it's all about, high school football. And we're really excited for the opportunity. And we've got a great challenge tonight in a very improved, up-and-coming EA Laney uh, football team. And I'm really impressed with what I see on film. You know, Coach, when you're, when you're talking about Friday nights and football, and you know, Holt obviously plays in East Carolina, and it's, it's exciting to me. But, there was, you know, he, had, he was one of these guys that had the rare opportunity to play four years in high school football. So I saw a lot of Friday night football. And there's just something special, whether you're a coach, a player, a family, a fan, of getting out there and just watching just – it's just it's high school football it's just it's it's something else that uh if you really get into it it, there's nothing else like it it's really pure you got a bunch of guys that grew up with each other best friends that grew up playing in the backyard 
doing all those things, coming together, working towards a common goal. Uh, and it's very passionate, and, and these guys work really hard, and it, it's it's really special. And we have a great atmosphere out at D.H. Conley at Hollywood Crossroads to make that make that even more special. Talk about your team this year, Coach, uh, offensively, defensively. I know Bryce Jackson is going to be the, the young man that's going to be the signal caller this year. Had a chance to call one of your games last year on the radio. Uh, very impressed with what he is. Everybody knows he's an outstanding athlete from a great family. But talk about your offense for the Vikings. I think it all starts with Bryce Jackson. You know, it's it's, it's very comfor- comforting to know that you have a, a veteran guy who's got a lot of game experience coming back, who knows the offense and what we want to do. He's seemed very comfortable through this whole thing. Um, and he had a great spring season. I was so impressed with his toughness. Um, I think it's the number one most important intangible of a quarterback is their toughness and they're willing to do those things. It's hard mentally and physically. He's done a great job with that. So he makes it all go. And then, you know, I think it, it's going to come down to what we're excited about. Our offensive linemen and Bryce Weaver and Jaden Hunter have really done a great job. They're going to make some things happen for us up front, we feel. And I think we have some, some up-and-coming skill players who might not as be as much household names because we've had some other guys, but some guys that got some potential to open some eyes in, in Justin Foreman, Cooper Markham, Isaiah Crumpler, and Spencer Axon. Talk about you, you whites. I had a chance to talk to Matt Taylor, uh, one of your coaches, the other day, and he he's so excited. He was you know talking about the line and just you could see the passion in his eyes about what you know his team this year, your team this year. Um, you know, you, he, and he mentioned some of these wideouts that you know the name Isaiah Crumpler. Uh, you know, Carl Esther Crumpler Sr.'s youngest son, and uh, obviously the, the the brothers and the lineage that he's got there. But Matt was saying that, you know, and you just named the names, that you guys got some guys that can go out there and get the football. I think we do have some special dynamic athletes that when the ball's in their hand, they can make some things happen. Uh, I think any one of those guys I named, one, Cooper Markham's a big physical guy. He's kind of a, he's a guy that we can split out wide and bring in the uh, backfield and do some blocking for us who creates some tough matchups with his size and athleticism. And uh, Justin Foreman is extremely explosive um, in what he does. And, you know, he can go deep. He can. He's very, you know, twitchy, though, and he, he can take a short route. At any time, he can break a tackle or make a move and, and take one the distance. I think the key for us is going to be taking care of the line of scrimmage to allow Bryce to be able to distribute the balls to those guys um, and if we can do that, we feel we got some special athletes out there to, to help with that. The conference that you were in before, the Big East 3A, 4A, was it was a conference that over the years a lot of points were put on the board. Defensively, though, you, you it was almost like let's bend, maybe not break completely. But now with the, the conference you're in now, the, the Big Carolina as Brian Bailey has uh, told everybody, he named officially named the conference the Big Carolina Conference. Uh, it's a it's a conference that you're going to have to score points, but you're going to have to stop some folks because it's a it's a loaded conference. It really is. I think each week you're going to have to bring it. You're going to have to play all three phases because I think you're going to have teams with great depth, uh, with great schematics. Uh, it's it's going to really be a challenge every week and. There's some offenses that will light you up, but there's some defenses that are going to shut you out and are kind of perennial powers for doing that. Uh, so it's, it's going to be really every week. It's, a, it's fun for me as a coach. We always want to challenge ourselves against the best uh, to see where we match up. And as coaches, we want to do that. As players, we want our players to have a real sense of who they are and who they're going against. And I think each week that's going to be the case. Well, you're playing a Laney team tonight, Coach, in your first game of the season uh, that is rebuilding a little bit. But is this game more about who you are at D.H. Conley versus who Laney is? Well, it definitely is who we are. And that's where it starts is with us. we got to be us, and we got to continue to figure out who we are. But I think we have a great opponent who's going to really show that. Um that you know, and that, that's always our thing every week. We've got to prove again consistently how we're going to handle the lines of scrimmage, how physical we're going to be, how we're going to do that. And I think Laney will make us do that. They, coach Little um, is a great football coach. He's he's a, he's a great name around. He's been doing this for a while. And what's pretty cool too is his his son is a quarterback. So you know he's going to be a great football player, and he's grown up around it. They have some special athletes as well. 
Um, they have they have a lot of bodies. It's going to be a big team. I think it really gives us a good test for for our conference play. So I think it's a great matchup to see some of that. And I think Laney will show us who we are, but we have to take care of ourselves. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against uh, Laney, the Pirate Radio Game of the Week. Rob Maloney, Alan Vick will have all the action here coming up in just a few minutes. And look forward to working with you again this season. So excited to be back inside the huddle. Thanks a lot, Morgan. It's always a pleasure, and go Vikings. The head coach of the D.H. Godley Vikings, Nate Connor, joining us here inside the huddle. Now shifting gears and go to the host of Touchdown Friday. Brian Bailey joins us now in Double B. First week of high school football. I know you get so excited about it. You guys do such a great job on Touchdown Friday. And uh, how does it feel to be back in the fall for high school football? Uh, It feels a lot better. It was really strange last spring. It it was different in so many different ways, and it was you know, teams playing at six thirty, and you know, some teams playing at six, and uh, and we still have some, a handful of six thirties, but uh, nothing. You know, not a lot of six thirty games, but uh, it, it's just it's just really really different. I mean, it, it's it feels so good because you know, like I always say, you get your Friday night high school football, and Saturday you get college football with East Carolina, the ACC, you know, the top twenty five, and then of course Sunday in the pros. So it's a great time of the year. It all kicks off at the high school ranks. Got a great game. Last night with Tarboro and Rocky Mount, Rocky Mount pulling what I thought was an upset, twelve uh, nothing. First time in 194 games that Tarboro didn't score. Think about that stat for a minute. Wow. So uh, yeah, it's, so it was uh, it was something last night, and it, it's also a great start. And we got some good games tonight. Let's talk about Farmville Central with North Johnston real quick, if we can. Farmville Central and Ron Cook, things have really changed over there for the Jaguars. The whole mentality, he's changing the culture. We've heard a lot about that with East Carolina, and I think that's what Coach Cook has done. He came from Pamlico County, where he changed the culture there, trying to do it for Farmville Central. Yeah, and he had a lot of success in that league, with the exception of playing Tarboro, which a lot of teams have that same situation on the 1A ranks. But uh, I've talked to him a couple of times. I was there when they announced the hiring. Uh, just a class actor, really good guy, and, and really a guy that you, you, you get you get the feeling he gets a lot out of his players. And I think that's the thing, the thing I came away with. I believe at Pamlico he was 11-9 and nine in his years there, two years there. Uh, and so he's got a winning record, but he wants to do much, much more. And Farmville Central obviously has some great athletes. If you look at the basketball team, if somehow you could harness some of that success over the football, they'd be okay. Another game that uh, got put together last minute. Both of these teams were victims of COVID protocols, so they had open dates. But New Bern is traveling to Bethel to take on North Pitt. Yeah, and that really looks like a mismatch big time on paper. You, you know, Toy now is a class act, and, and he won't run the score up, I don't think, on North Pitt. And I'll be really surprised if North Pitt can hang with New Bern. It's just a, a different you – know, two different programs that, you know, New Bern's had all that success, you know, in a 3A, 4A league, and North Pitt struggled, you know, for years. And, and they're trying to turn things around still. Uh, I think they'll be competitive in their conference, but I think tonight's game is an uphill battle for the Panthers. Well, just checking it out, actually, Brian, that game has been moved to Monday, uh, New Bern and North Pitt. So uh, things happen for a reason, and we don't know why sometimes. So that game will now be played on Monday <laughs> as we're sitting here Friday night. Uh, before we let you go, let's talk a, a couple games I want to mention. J.H. Rose at Wilson Hunt, and then our game of the week, Conley and Laney. Uh, I was out J.H. Rose. Uh, I was out there last night for the JV game for a little bit. We were training one of our photographers here that was never shot a game. was going to go out and shoot a game. So we were working on that some last night and we do that every year i mean you got new people who have never shot football and it's just a different deal you have certain things you try to teach and so i was out there for that and talked to will bland for a little bit but he's very confident he likes his team i mean his his team goals he set them out he's we want to hold teams under 20 and we want to score over 40 so if he does that every week he goes undefeated and he averages 40 a game and only gets up 20 a game so i think he's he's got the, the idea right and i think he's got the team to do it rose played really really well in their scrimmage against Kenton and played really well in that jamboree down at Tarboro. So I look for good things for the Rampants. And, uh, you know, Conley, you know, Conley's going to be solid. And they looked really physical when I saw them play against Tarboro. Kind of surprising because you don't think of these teams with Rose and South Central and, and, and Conley as being that physical. But uh, Conley was really physical. Hey, Rose has been too. So I think maybe we're seeing a change in that league. Brian Bailey for a touchdown Friday tonight, 11.05 on Channel 9. Talk about what you guys are, are going to be having and some of the features you'll be doing this year. 
Well, we've kind of had the same, you know, basic format for a long time. And we, we try, we go for, for 30 minutes. And I kind of got on the air and got on a soapbox the other night because we advertised that we started at 11.05. And my competitors advertised that they started at 11. And they don't start at 11. They start at 11.20, maybe 11.15. And so, you know, but we do. We start at 11.05. And we, we have a batch of games. We start with a game of the week. And we do a, a batch of games around, you know, those teams, like conference that they play in, that kind of thing. Then we come back. We do a backyard brawl, which is kind of a robbery game. It's kind of a, a game that we can pretty much do what we want to with it. If, if we have, for example, tonight, we've got eight Griffin playing West Carteret. And, you know, it, it's kind of a... A, a different sort of backyard brawl. They're not rivals by any sense of the imagination. That's a game that came about because of COVID situations for the opponents for their first game. So we've got that coming up, and we do you know as many games as we possibly can get in. We'll take a look back at last night's game between Rocky Mountain and Tarboro. Uh, and then we close out every week. We do an East Carolina preview, and we preview some of the games in the ACC. Obviously, we're in the summertime right now, so uh, we'll hear from Coach Houston. He, he just wrapped up a little while ago, and We'll have uh, him come on. He'll talk about uh, how the second scrimmage lines up, scrimmages tomorrow, and then we'll close out our uh, show with the very best plays of that night. We call them the extra points, and uh, we put them to music, and I think it kind of really gives a nice ending to the show. It kind of wraps it up with a nice, neat bow. So we've enjoyed doing it for a long time, and we look forward to it tonight. Well, we look forward to watching it each and every Friday night, Brian, and thanks so much for being part of the huddle and look forward to seeing Touchdown Friday tonight, 11.05 WNCT Channel 9. Sounds good. Thanks. Brian Bailey, Sports Director, WNCT TV 9 and host of Touchdown Friday, joining us and being a big part of our high school huddle. That's the final whistle for the high school huddle here tonight. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Greenville Auto World, Jim Rogers and Tim Sutton, also Bram Anderson and Tiebreakers, Angus Grill with Jeff Kwan and Seared Chop House as well. Thank you so much for being a part of our high school huddle. Our Pirate Radio Game of the Week is coming up next. D.H. Conley and Laney High School. Rob Maloney, Alan Vick have all the action. For Shirley Rhodes, our producer, I'm Morgan Aylers. Thanks to all our coaches, friends in the media who join us tonight. Have a great Friday night at the football field. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Huddle, brought to you by Angus Grill, Tiebreakers, Seared Chop House, and Greenville Auto World. Tune in next week for the latest in high school football news, right here on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.